hello. Welcome to Healthy Perspectives, a podcast that takes on current cultural and social issues through a clinical lens. Hello, hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us. As always, we appreciate your time. Please, uh, you know, get our get our numbers up, like, subscribe, follow, all that kind of stuff. We need your help. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, I keep doing this, and I, I I keep hoping for that that thing that just takes it off. Uh, but that thing is you, folks. So you got to be the ones. Uh, today, I want to address a pretty tough topic. I, I recently had this conversation, and uh, uh, it it. So it was a lot harder than than I anticipated, to be honest. And so I, I thought I'd bring all of you into the fold. <clears throat> I wanted to today to talk about the struggle of straight people. And you're like, what? Straight people don't struggle? Ah, ah. If you're saying that, uh, you're you're naive. The struggle for straight people in a world that we live in today is a thing. Uh, I've I've talked about this um, on multiple occasions, but it's it's getting harder. And so, you know, today is going to be a little different than than usual because uh, I don't know that I have an answer, but I do have a way of going about this. That my hope is. Uh, you know, you'll, you'll hear it and it'll be helpful in some ways. So, all right. So let's, let's start with what is the struggle? We got to understand the struggle that we're, we're talking about. The struggle of straight people is uh, we right now are in a world where it's, it's kind of frowned upon to be proud of being straight. So you can have an entire day, entire month, entire parade devoted to gay pride. But you can't be proud of being straight. That that's a problem, folks. And you know, I'm not I'm not suggesting that you need to go out if you're straight and flaunt that you're straight. Yay, look at me, I'm straight. That's not that's not good. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be honest. I'm not sure it's good to go out and flaunt that. Hey, yeah, I'm gay because it's the same concept. Okay. You're gay. So what? Okay. You're straight. So what? If I'm not in your bedroom, I eh, like, do you really have to go and have a parade for it being straight or gay? And so what we have is frankly, unequal treatment in terms of social justice unequal meaning uh let's be clear in the in the mental health world when we say that we're we're talking about unfair treatment is it uh is it fair to do unfair treatment because there has been persecution of of gays in the past you can make the argument but, but where does it stop? Right? See, this is a tough one because, okay, so you swing the pendulum so that, uh, you know, the LGBTQ community can feel part of, 
But then when do we stop the swing of the pendulum? And folks, I think it's been swinging and I think it's swung too far. If I'm, if I'm being honest from a, a clinical lens, because right now, when I say there's a struggle for straight people, I'm encountering that. Look, uh, here, here's my reality. I'm going to paint you my picture. I'm straight. I have a wife and I have children. I have not had to engage in this conversation firsthand for a long time, but I have paid attention to our culture. I'm not uninformed. I'm not stupid on the issue. I have worked with hundreds of folks who are uh, part of the LGBTQ community. I have worked with hundreds, probably more than that, probably actually I know thousands of people who are part of the straight community. Because frankly, there's more people who are straight. I get that. That doesn't make it right or wrong. I'm not saying, you know, yay, all of you big number of people. But right now, we have to really understand what we are doing. The struggle for straight people is you can't walk around saying, I'm straight. If you do that, you're going to encourage people around you to call you other straight people or not straight people. We'll call you a homophobe, a transphobe, a racist, a bigot, a fascist. You know, they'll say you're destroying democracy because you're straight. That's absurd, folks. I'm not saying you have to go out and make a big stink about being straight. Not saying that. What I'm saying is the pendulum has swung far enough. The LGBTQ community probably ought to rein it in a little bit. Stop having these parades that are about sex because a lot of them are not all of them. Some of them are, you know, are, are very, uh, you know, modest in their approach, more reasonable, more centric in their approach. It's not about flaunting sexuality. It's about, uh, you know, the fact that they just, they just want to celebrate that they, they, they can say things that they couldn't 30, 40 years ago. Great. I don't know. Like, whatever, do your thing. But to call somebody a homophobe because they proudly say I'm straight and honestly, I don't agree with the homosexual lifestyle. Are you kidding me? That doesn't make you a homophobe. It just doesn't. A homophobe, by definition, a transphobe, by definition, fears homosexuals, fears trans folks. Like, you can have boundaries that aren't based on fear, but are based on comfort or morality, right? You could do that, but straight people aren't allowed to do that right now in our culture. In some places you probably can. I'm not, you know, I may not be speaking to everybody, but I live in a relatively small community and it hits us here where straight people are like, I, you know, I, I don't really want to go out of my way to socialize with people who are uh, homosexual. Okay. Why? I would ask why? Well, I morally just don't think that that's the, the right lifestyle for me. Oh, okay. So what you're doing is you're putting up a boundary so that you're not enabling a behavior that you don't agree with. By the way, folks, that would be called healthy. That's what we do. We do that. 
Am I saying that every straight person should do that? Look, if you're comfortable, uh, like I, I spent a lot of time working with gang members. I wasn't going to become a gang member. You know, like there, there are environments that I could go in and confidently maneuver within without feeling like I was going to be susceptible and in potential. But for some people, they're like, I just, uh, you know, I, I don't want to enable and support that lifestyle. Okay, that's great. Are you hating the people? Are you being mean and disrespectful to the people? No. Well, then you're not a homophobe. I've had these conversations with people, folks. Okay, let's move on. On my list, I did I did throw out a couple of them that I, they're just interesting, and I thought I would just highlight. Like in this world today, we we have people misusing words a lot, in it in like super unhealthy ways, and you know to to call somebody a homophobe when they're not homophobic, is is designed to take their power away from them. That's what it's designed to do. So in the event that I am called a homophobe, because I know I'm not homophobic, and some of you are going to be like, oh, you're a white guy and you're you white supremacist, like, oh, whatever, you're going to do what you're going to do. But I'm not homophobic. I'm not transphobic. I've worked with lots and lots of people. I've had I've had people I would call friends who are homosexual, friends that are trans. And you know what? You can believe me or not believe me. You could be like, oh, you don't know Jack Squat, whatever. Like you're just justifying your narrative. And what I do, you just don't, you don't get to take that power away from me. You can call me a name. And at the end of the day, you're not going to be better off for it because it's, it's not going to change my, uh, my moral structures. What I'm going to do is keep my moral structures intact. And so the struggle for straight people is they have this structure. They want to keep it intact, but they're not allowed to set a boundary. Are you kidding me? That's just not how it works. Well, if I do, they're going to call me names. That's what they say to me. They're going to call me names. Okay. Let them call you names. It, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Look, when somebody calls you a name, you only have one responsibility in that moment, folks. Ask yourself, is it true? If it's true, well, then it's going to hurt for a kind of reason. If it's not true, it's going to hurt for a different kind of reason, but it's still going to hurt. I get it. But you got to let that one go. It's not true. I took your feedback. I heard you. You're not correct. You don't get to decide my thoughts and feelings and my, uh, you know, my way of being. You don't get to decide my moral structures. And so, you know, whatever. You called me a name. Move on. That would be somebody I would set a stronger boundary with because if they're that mm, uh, foolish in their approach, it's probably not somebody I want to socialize with anyway. Let's be real. And so I just set a a different boundary. Yeah. And you know, if I bump into you, I'm not going to hate you, but I'm not going to be excited to see you. You're a mean, disrespectful, naive person in that situation. And so I I really don't want to socialize with with you uh, unless it's necessary, right? Uh, 
But then I threw this word racist. People like throwing that around. Like it's, it's some sort of a weapon. Uh, you know, I, I had this, this interaction not too long ago with somebody who, who said, Oh, you're from Idaho. You're racist. <laughs> okay. Like, as if you know somebody's a racist because of where they're from. That's just like one of the dumbest things ever. You don't know. You could be from Idaho and be a racist. You could be from Idaho and not be a racist. Technically, I'm not actually from Idaho. I'm from Oregon. So does that mean I'm not racist all of a sudden? Because, you know, I grew up in the Portland area. <laughs> no, you could be a racist in Portland or a racist in in, in Seattle, or you could be a racist in Washington, D.C. There are a bunch. Keep your eyes open. And so, like, who cares? You know, you want to you throw it out there? You do your thing. Is it stupid to do that? Sure. Anytime you weaponize these words, that's that's messed up. That's messed up. Because what it does is it takes away from the right conversation, the healthy conversation. Why do I know that? Because when you call somebody a racist, what's going to happen? Most likely. They're going to get defensive or they're going to get aggressive. Most of the time, very few of them are going to act like me. Truthfully, and I'm not saying that I got it all right. I just like, I really don't care if you think something that's wrong. That's on you. That's not on me. And I can separate that out, but understand I practice this all the time. And the general population doesn't. So do what you want with that. But let's be clear what racism is. Racism is hating somebody because of the pigment in their skin. Being afraid of somebody because of the pigment in their skin. Like, I, I don't, I mean, I don't know about you, but there's a lot of dumb people in every color. There's a lot of smart people in every color. So the whole idea that we, we even have to have this conversation is stupid, but it is where we are. So I, I threw out the word bigot. You know, straight people, if they say, well, okay, I'm straight. And I really don't want to hang out with, uh, you know, I don't want to go to a party with people who are, uh, you know, coupled with, you know, in homosexual relationships. I just don't like, I don't want to be there. If they say that to me, uh, my response to them is, okay, then don't go. You don't owe them an explanation. Just don't go. Just say, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm not interested in going. If they want an explanation, don't lie. Just say, hey, I, I have these, these moral uh, expectations of, of the people that I'm going to spend the majority of my time with. And it's okay. Like, I'm not judging you. I just, I, I don't want to be in that environment. And some of you are going to be straight and you're going to be like, yeah, I want to go. I want to go hang out there. It would be fun. You know, I don't have to worry about people hitting on me. Like, this is going to be great. Like, whatever. You do your thing. But being a bigot is being close-minded. It's not setting a boundary. It's being unable or unwilling to hear out another person. That's a different, that's a totally different thing altogether. 
It's being strongly opinionated and close-minded. And truthfully, I can be open-minded and I can still be opinionated. But you see, if I'm close-minded and, and strongly opinionated, then I'm I'm a bigot. So keep your mind open. The solution to bigotry is keep your mind open. When somebody says you're a bigot, say, hold on a second. Let me think about that. Um, no, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. I appreciate the feedback, but it doesn't fit. So that would be inaccurate. Why, why would you say that? Oh, because you don't want to hang out with, with gay people. You know, that doesn't make me a bigot. It give, it means I have boundaries and I'm setting my boundaries there for my comfort. Because there's really only two reasons we set boundaries. Two reasons. Number one is for safety. Now, if somebody is is concerned that they're going to, like, if, let's say somebody who is straight is concerned that they might be enticed exploring a, 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 a maybe a, a bisexual opportunity and they don't want to do that and they set the boundary. Okay. It's not your place to call them a bigot or to call them a homophobe. Like they're setting the boundary. And if they're not enticed by it, but they just don't like, that's okay. As long as their mind remains open to healthy conversations and relationships with the, with, with, uh, you know, people that are different than them. Fascist. I said, fascist. Like this, this one, I love it when this one gets thrown around because most people just don't understand this at all. And the struggle for straight people being called a fascist about being straight. The, the absurdity is ridiculous. What is fascism folks? It's a political philosophy, not a sexual philosophy, not a morality. It's a political philosophy and it gets thrown out as if the political philosophy is attached to everything you don't like. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Most people throwing around the word fascism are fascist. Most of them are actually fascist. Or at least, at the, the very least, they're bigots. They're closed-minded and opinionated, strongly opinionated. So, so, so you figure that one out, folks. Like, let's stop using these weapons because right now what's happening is straight people are coming into the clinical world and meeting with people like me and saying, what do I do? And unfortunately, they're encountering clinicians, people like me, who have been trained to navigate a lot of rough waters that don't know how to navigate this water. They don't know how to part it out and say, look, these things you got to let go of. When they name call, you got to let go. That's their stupid stuff, not your stupid stuff. It's theirs. Let it go. When they're using the words incorrectly, that's their problem, not yours. Your job is the same. Keep your mind open to a healthy relationship because most of our relationships that are healthy have unhealthy parts. 
whether it's, you know, them being gay or, you know, them, you know, having, uh, you know, no coordination whatsoever. And so they fall down everywhere they go and you have to really watch out so that they don't fall into the dam when you're visiting the dam, <laughs> like whatever, right? There's unhealthy parts to every relationship. That's just part of the deal. If you can't navigate a specific unhealthy aspect of a relationship, then you have a responsibility to set boundaries. So the struggle for straight people is you're being told you can't set boundaries, but that's false. You absolutely can set boundaries. And matter of fact, you must set boundaries to do anything else would be unhealthy. So to all you straight folks out there, I hope this was really helpful in painting a picture for you to all you who are part of the LGBTQ movement, whether you're straight or not straight yourself. I hope you hear this and you understand that making it harder for straight people isn't going to make things better. You don't have to do that to rebalance things. Spend your time and energy loving on other LGBTQ folks or if you are straight and you loving on LGBTQ folks, great, do that. Some people can't do that and 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 stay as healthy as they think they should should stay. It's not their fault. Don't go around blaming them. Don't call them names. Don't assume things you don't know. If you need to have that conversation with them, have the conversation. But do it from a place of love and care. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope this didn't lull you to sleep. I was, I was, I'm not, I'm not feeling bad or anything, but I'm also just like, I'm kind of chill about this one for whatever reason. So I appreciate you uh, joining us. Come back, listen to what else we've got and have a great day. Hey everybody. Thanks for listening. We appreciate our audience a lot, so we give you some simple ways to track us down. Please like, subscribe, and follow all the podcasts on different platforms, but you can also email us at healthyperspectives at protonmail.com, or you can check out our website at healthy-perspectives.com slash podcast. It's a backward slash. So if you want to go to our landing page, if you go to healthy perspectives.com. You'll still find us. You just got to click on the podcast button. Thank you so much.